Compared to the rest of the world, U.S. military spending is off the charts. It is just cartoonishly large and ridiculous. And every single year, it continues to grow by tens of billions of dollars. It's basically a rule of nature that the U.S. military budget goes up every single year. Now, as of 2021, the U.S. military's budget, this is just on paper, the official military budget, was larger than the next nine biggest countries combined. And then if you ignore those nine countries, it's bigger than the entire world combined in terms of military spending. This is a study from the Peter Peterson Foundation. And this is only for military spending in 2021, which was $801 billion. It's larger than China, India, Britain, Russia, France, Germany, Saudi Arabia, Japan, and South Korea all combined. And I should stress the fact that most of those countries are U.S. allies. South Korea and Japan are occupied by the U.S. military. Saudi Arabia is an ally. Germany is part of NATO. France is part of NATO. Britain is part of NATO. India is an ally. Excluding China and Russia, those are all U.S. allies. So U.S. military spending is off the charts. There is no comparison to any other country on, on Earth. And of course, Washington, it portrays itself constantly as if it were supposedly the victim of supposed Chinese and Russian aggression, aggression when the U.S. has 800 military bases around the world surrounding Russia, Russia surrounding China with mil military bases, you know, carrying out these very antagonistic military actions against them. We should understand that the U.S. military budget of $801 billion in 2021, it's now going to increase next year. The House of Representatives just voted this July to increase the military budget for 2023 to $840 billion. $840 billion. We should have this, we should understand this in context by GDP, gross domestic product. This is the measure of the entire economy of a country the size of all of the economy. And if you look at GDP, U.S. military spending alone, just military spending, is basically as large as the entire economy of Turkey, the entire GDP of Turkey. It's bigger than the entire GDP of the Netherlands, of Saudi Arabia, of Switzerland, Argentina, Sweden, Poland, Belgium, Thailand, Iran, the U.S. military budget is nearly twice the size of the entire economy of Iran, the entire GDP of Iran. It is simply out of control. It is massive. It is ridiculous. And the military budget always goes up in the United States. I'm going to look at a few studies briefly here from a really good resource called Speaking Security, which is a newsletter written by this researcher, Stephen Semler. He does really good research on the military industrial complex and U.S. military spending. This is a newsletter he published in July when the House of Representatives passed a $840 billion military budget. Now it's going to go to the Senate. Now we've heard a lot about inflation in the United States. Rightfully, it's been a big problem. And we've heard people try to blame it on the stimulus checks that the U.S. government sent out over COVID. And of course, I should point out that the U.S. stimulus program was tiny 
compared to the stimulus program in other countries. But Biden sent out $1,400 relief checks during COVID. And of course, he lied and claimed he was going to send out 2000 He didn't do that. He sent out 1400 But although people have tried to blame inflation on those stimulus checks, the 2023 Pentagon budget military spending of $840 billion is more than twice the relief checks, which ultimately they were around $400 billion for the relief checks. So military spending in one year is more than double that. And of course, we never hear about the impact of military spending on inflation. And of course, where is that money going in military spending? Over half of it goes directly into the pockets of private for-profit corporations. It's into the pockets of the military industrial complex. Here's another study published by Stephen Semler at Speaking Security. You can find it at stephensemler.substack.com. Over half of Pentagon spending since 2001 went to the private sector. So in the 20 years from 2001 until 2021, over half of the $14 trillion spent by the Pentagon went to for-profit private corporations. 54% of the money on the, of the official Pentagon budget. And I want to stress again, this is only the official spending that we know that is officially on the books. There's also trillions more of Pentagon spending off the books that is not accounted for. And the Pentagon failed its first ever audit. So, I mean, this is just the official numbers on the books. The Pentagon spent $15 trillion between 2001 and 2021. 54% of that, $8 trillion, went into the pockets of private sector companies. And much of them to the top five Pentagon contractors. You know, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, General Dynamics, Boeing, Northrop Grumman. This is the military-industrial complex. It is an insane corruption scheme. This is legalized corruption. Now, I wanted to point out in this video as well, a more recent newsletter published by Stephen Semler titled Reagan's Military Buildup versus Pentagon Spending in the Trump-Biden Era. Because I think a lot of people don't understand how insane this U.S. military budget is, even compared to Ronald Reagan, who was an avowed Cold Warrior. Ronald Reagan helped accelerate the Cold War. And when Ronald Reagan was in power in the 1980s, it was really a moment of extreme tension between the U.S. and the Soviet Union in the first Cold War. Well, here we are in the second Cold War, and military spending is significantly larger than it was even under the hardcore right-wing neoconservative Cold Warrior, Ronald Reagan. Biden described his $813 billion military budget request, which is now at $850 billion, by the way, he boasted that it was among the largest investments in our history. Now, of course, under Trump, the, the U.S. military budget also skyrocketed every single year. In this report here, Stephen Semler quotes a mainstream historian named Michael Breens, who pointed out that Reagan's military spending, military spending increases inflamed tensions between the United States and the Soviet Union, igniting a second Cold War within the first Cold War and erasing efforts at detente begun by Kennedy in 1963. We saw what happened to Kennedy when he tried detente with the Soviet Union and Cuba. 
So annual military expenditures in the Trump and Biden era, under both Trump and Biden, this is bipartisan, Republicans and Democrats, have been $220 billion higher than under Ronald Reagan on average. And this is this is accounting for inflation. This is in constant 2023 US dollars. This is an insane. Trump and Biden have been spending, both of them, Trump and Biden have been spending more than $220 billion more every single year on the military than even Ronald Reagan. So it shows that the new Cold War, the second Cold War, is in some ways even more extreme than the first Cold War, at least in terms of the insane military buildup and insane military spending, which is also, by the way, resulting in an increase in nuclear weapons spending. This graph is, is remarkable. I would recommend going to stevensemler.substack.com to see these graphs. Now, Steven Semler also pointed out the widespread systemic corruption in the U.S. Congress. This report he published notes that House of Representatives members who supported increased military budget took more money from military contractors. This graph shows that both Republicans and Democrats who voted for a higher military budget were much more likely to get money from weapons corporations, from these for-profit death profiteers. The, the graph just really speaks for itself. We're talking about, on average, the House members who voted in support of the military budget took $28,000 from death profiteers, from weapons corporations. On average, the House members who voted against the increased military budget take $6.7,000 on average from for-profit military corporations. So that means that House members who voted to increase the military budget take 4.2 times more money from military contractors. This is systemic corruption. The U.S. claims to not be corrupt because it just legalizes corruption with this ultra-capitalist system where the more money you have, the more speech you have, and the less money you have, the less speech you have, the less influence you have. If you don't have any money, you have no influence on the political system because it's not actually democracy. It's a capitalist plutocracy. Only capitalist billionaire oligarchs have influence on U.S. government policy. Average working people have zero influence. I just wanted to review this research because I, I think it's really important to always keep that perspective in mind. The U.S. empire has 800 military bases around the world surrounding China, surrounding Russia. No other country even comes remotely close to the insane U.S. military budget, which goes up, which goes up every single year. And in a few years, it's going to be over $1 trillion. And this is all adjusted for inflation. It's, the U.S. military budget increases every year significantly more than inflation. This is not just keeping up with inflation. The U.S. truly is a rogue regime that is threatening the entire world with war, potential nuclear war. So when you see all this propaganda blaming Russia and China for so-called aggression, just keep in mind all of these statistics I was just talking about because anyone outside of the little bubble of U.S. media propaganda can see how ridiculous the idea that China and Russia are threatening any country is. It's the U.S. 
that is threatening the entire world. And all you have to do is look at the insane, ridiculous military spending in the United States, which is not defense spending, it's war spending. It's trillions of dollars being spent to wage war around the world in order to prop up the U.S. empire and, of course, serve the interests of U.S. corporations and Wall Street.